Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Amen. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that's within me. Bless his holy name. I thank and praise God for this day, for this is the day that the Lord has made, and we ought to rejoice and to be glad in it. I want to decrease so that God may increase in my life. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank and praise you for this day. I thank and praise you for another opportunity to break bread with my fellow loved ones, Lord. I thank and praise you for those that may be in the chat room and those that are online this morning. For those who said in your word, when two or three are gathered in your name, then you will be in the midst. And I thank and praise God for that today. And Lord, I ask that if there's anyone that may stand in the need of anything from you today, any worries, any struggles, but we ask that you lay them, let them lay it at the altar and just rest in you, God. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. 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 I thank him for all that he has done in our life thus far. I thank him, praise God. I like to recap things um, just from um, last Friday all the way up until today. Um, I had opportunities to hear my sister Tammy and my nephew. They taught together on Friday night, and that was beautiful. Went over to Saturday morning. Um, we were going lines for a service of Saturday morning. That was a blessing. And then we capped it off on Sunday uh, up in Harrisburg. Those of able to make it, uh, we went for an installation service. So that was a blessing. And then on yesterday uh, with my dad, he was teaching. So in a nutshell, what I'm saying is that you can never grow tired of the Word because the Word of God is always something that's going to aid us and it's always going to be something that gives us strength in the name of Jesus. But I bless God today for uh, hearing you, Elder Marley, um, my sister Pam, and whoever else that's online and those that are in the chat room. It just blesses my heart to even hear you. And my husband's been here as well, walking back and forth or whatever um, as he's doing. But it's just a blessing. Today I wanted to go for, this is a blessing to be back because I know a couple of weeks I had been off from meetings and stuff, but I bless God for opening for today. Amen, amen. Okay, Mommy, today I want to go on what is the meaning and purpose of life? Whoa. Oftentimes we go through life and we wonder what is our purpose in life? Now, we may have titles of pastors, apostles, bishops, evangelists, deacons, ushers, trustees, Whichever category you fall in, there comes a time, at least I know me, I can be transparent, there was a time in my life when I wondered, Lord, what is my purpose in life? My purpose in life is more to just have been born of Reba and Walter, be their daughter, and be Alicia and Tammy's uh, sister, 
you know what I'm saying, and be a, a wife to my husband and a mother to my son. That's more, yes, that is the purpose in life, but it's more to it than that. So what I'm going to do is try to break it down. If you have your Bible, if you can turn to the book of Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 43. And I want to read to you Isaiah chapter 43. And they have it just verse 7, but if you will, you can just sit attentively with me for a few minutes. I want to just read the whole up until 7 from 1 to 7, if you don't mind. And it says, but now thus saith the Lord, who created you, O Jacob, and he who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. And, you're, and you pass through the water. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. Hallelujah. And when through the rivers, you shall not overflow you. Hallelujah. And when you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flame scorch you, for I am the Lord your God the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I gave Egypt for your ransom, Ethiopia and Seba for your place. Since you were precious in my sight, you have been honored, and I have loved you. Therefore, I will give men for you and people for your life. Fear not, for I am with you. Hallelujah. I will bring you your descendants from the east and gather you from the west, I will say to the north, give them up. And to the south, do not keep them back. Bring my sons from afar and my daughters from the ends of the earth. And this is the verse 7. Everyone who was called by my name, whom I have created for my glory, I have formed him, yes, I have made him. So when we talk about what is our purpose in life, he's telling us right here is that he has named us. He's telling us to fear not when we when we when we go through certain situations or we're we're, we're faced with certain circumstances or or if you will, sometimes we're placed in certain things and we feel inadequate. He's letting us know right here that he has formed us. And it's telling us that when you pass through the waters, he'll be with us. And sometimes in, in life, I know sometimes with me, you know, I might not be, I don't swim, but sometimes in life I can be overwhelmed with something. And he's telling you, like he told them back in, in, in the book of Isaiah, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. So therefore, if you're treading on something that, that, that is uncommon to you or it's something that is uncomfortable for you, hallelujah, he said, I will be with you. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, it shall not overflow you. And like I just told you, in the natural, I am not a swimmer. I don't, I don't, I, I, I never was, and I'm, I'm not even ashamed to say it. But he's saying that even when things in our life get so high, it makes sure the Lord is, is coming over my head. God, I can't take it. But he said, you know that it's not going to overflow you. In, in other words, it's not going to overtake you in the name of Jesus. And also because when you walk through the fire, how many times have we go did we go through life and certain situations in our life or certain areas in our life and it's always so God if I turn this way, if I turn that way, it, it, it's heated. 
I, I, can't, I can't see a way out. But he's letting you know that even if you walk through the fire, you won't be burned. Amen. The analogy through that was, remember the three Hebrew boys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. <laughs> Old Testament. So even though that was the Old Testament, he's letting you know, I'm doing it for you, for you today. He's letting us know that even though we go through the fire, hallelujah, we go through the fire, what do we do? Sometimes we have to be tested through the fire. Why? Because we need to come out as pure gold. And through that testing that we go through, though it be, feels uncomfortable to us, he's letting you know that it's not going to burn you. Example again, it's the three Hebrew boys. They were through the fire. Nothing touched their skin. But the chains and stuff or, or the, the bindings that they had on them, those were the only things that were burnt. So nothing came nigh there, as you say, come nigh your dwelling. We walked through that fire. They made it. And we today in 2015, if they did it back then, and Shadrach and Meshach did that before there was a whole ghost that arrived, that was left behind. Don't forget, because now we have a keeper, which is the Holy Ghost. So therefore, if they did it back then, why can't we do this today in 2015? Amen? So we looked at Isaiah and it's telling us of, of how, you know, everyone who was called by his name and whom he had created is for his glory. So therefore, the names that we put our under ourselves or whatever, or whatever job we had to do for the kingdom is not for us. It's not for us to be able to say, well, I got this, I can get this tax right up, or I can go here and get in here. It's not for that at all. It's all for the glory of God. It's all for the glory of God. And it says this meaning and purpose of life isn't all that easy to figure out. We have answers and questions that may involve certain um, things that may be unanswered or things that are not answered or are answered. What does it mean to have meaning and purpose? How do we determine what that is? How do we determine what our meaning and purpose in life? Do we determine on our own meaning, or can we combine what we think of our purpose and with the purpose of someone else? You know, a lot of times we have in life, you know, we just think, oh, this is what I'm supposed to do. It's been laid on my heart. Okay, fine and dandy. Or sometimes you may have family members that say, this is where you're supposed to be. But underneath it all, the bottom line is that when we go to God, and we, we, we talk about it, it's like we're talking on the line today. And we go to him with a sincere heart and say, God, I tried this, I tried that, my way. But God, what is your way? Let your will be done in my life, God. That's when we can find out what the purpose in our life are. If you would, please, I got another scripture that you can turn to. You can turn to the book of Ephesians. Ephesians. Just bear with me if I turn. Ephesians 1. Thank you, Jesus. Ephesians 1. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Give me a moment. I've got papers all over the place. Trying to be organized. Ephesians chapter 1. So we have Ephesians chapter 1, 
And if you would, I want to look at verse 11. Ephesians 1, verse 11. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I've got Ephesians 1, and I've got to look for verse 11. Just bear with me one second. Uh. Okay, and it says, verse 11 says, In him also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will. That, and we'll go to 12, that we who first trusted in Christ shall be to the praise of his glory. I'm going to read that once again on 11, if you don't mind. In him also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him, who works all things according to the counsel of his will. So it's saying to us, in him, we have obtained an inheritance. So in the natural, when people, like you have loved ones that have gone on, you know, and they, you know, they're kind of wealthy, so they leave you an inheritance. It could be a home. It could be financial. It could be a piece of jewelry, some type of estate, you know, that inheritance that that loved one could have left you. Now, it doesn't have to be your mother, your father. It could be an aunt, an uncle, or anybody. Or it could be somebody that's not even in your family, somebody that, that that, that you cared for in life at one point in time, and they left it in their will and testament and said, I'm going to leave this to such and such. That inheritance. So therefore, we know with Christ, we have an inheritance. Just being adopted to the body of Christ. He's also saying that we have obtained an inheritance being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel. So therefore, it's already predestined that we're supposed to have this inheritance. We're, it's, 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 it's automatic. Once we come and receive Christ and say, God, I'm going to serve you and I'm going to give my life to you, these things come automatically. But what happens? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Person was on the mind. It was for a purpose in the name of Jesus. We ask that you allow us to continue to go forth with your word. But Lord, I thank you for your word. I thank you for the conviction of your word. Thank you. We bless your name today. Yes, Lord. Earlier, I said we are. These things are predestined and is according to God's purpose and his will that these things are supposed to be for us and inheritance. Amen? Also, we that, in other words, the purposes, our purpose and our, our, of our life is that we are to be a servant of Christ. It's nothing else. Like I said earlier, it's not that we're supposed to be 
in the pool pit and this, that, and the other, you know, grant Danny, finding Danny, if that's the purpose. But also our purpose is to not just for, and I'm trying to say not just for titles. Our purpose is to be a servant of Christ. Amen. What is that servant of Christ to be? It's for us to go through the lost and bring them in. Let them know that Jesus Christ is the way and that without Christ, there is no making it. Without Christ, there is no way that we can stand. Even with this going on this morning, in the name of Jesus, I thank and praise God for it. Amen. Because it's letting me know that we're on the right path. We're on the right path. Yes, yes, so you can ruffle your feathers, you can kick up your heels all you want, but we're going to stand for the word of God in yes. the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. If you don't like it, then you can just mute yourself. But if it's getting under your skin because something, the word of God is hitting, it's supposed to pierce to your soul. That's right. And nobody's going to take and shut down because you're getting on being unruly and speaking out of character. God is coming on and we have to shut down because somebody's coming on being the act of the enemy. The word of God told us to come boldly to the throne of grace. The word of God told us to stand for his word. And if you can't take it, if the heat is too hot for you, get out of the kitchen. But as long as I'm here, as long as God gives me the right to breathe, the right to live, the right to walk, I'm going to proclaim his gospel. Because we have too many people out here today dying, going to hell. Thank you, Jesus. So call me what you want. I don't see it. Mm. But what I'm supposed to do, I'm supposed to pour the love of God on you and still love you. Thank you, Jesus. Because even if you form your word to call me out of my name and you don't even know who I am, I still pray God's mercy on you, God's peace on you, God's presence to surround you and your family. Not only that, that he brings salvation unto you, conviction in the name of Jesus. What is our purpose in life is this. My purpose in life not to sit into the four walls, but is to go out and proclaim the gospel to all the world, to teach, to preach, to love on. That is our purpose in life. Yeah. We can speak about Isaiah. We can speak about uh, in Ephesians, the Philippians, and say what we're supposed to do. But the final and bottom line is that we're supposed to go out and tell the people and let them know that Jesus is the Christ. And I thank God because it's free will. Should you decide to serve him, that's still on you. Should you decide to not serve him, that's still on you. But I'm going to be here every Tuesday if I can, every Monday, every day that I can to either hear it or teach it myself. Because Jesus is real. Jesus is real. What is our what is our situation in life? What are we supposed to do? What is our purpose in life? There are those who will like this, <laughs> like we see today, and there are those who will deny that God has made us. Hmm. For them, they want to determine their own purpose. They must also for themselves decide what is meaningful to them. A lot of people, they want to have their own independence. They want to just 
proclaim what is good and what is bad. An atheist can do that. But we as children of God, we've got to turn ourselves away and say, God, I, I, I don't want to make my own decision. Yeah, we have free will, but if we go according to the will of God, he determines what our purpose is. He determines what our tomorrows are. All we have to do is, is, is take away our selfish desires and move according to his ability and say, God, I'm going to follow you no matter what. God, I'm going to preach your word no matter what. And all this that's, that we're doing today is not for our doing, but it's for the glory of God. Amen. Just because we have titles, just because we have churches, however size they are, it doesn't matter at all. What we are doing, working in the kingdom, once again, is all for God's glory. When we lay hands on people and, and he has given us that gift, it's not for us to step back and say, I healed them. No, you didn't do anything. God used you as a vessel. And it's because that person, they had belief in their mind, belief in their hearts, knowing that God is who he said he is. That's how the healing came. And it was for God to be edified. When we do anything for God, if it's giving somebody some money, giving somebody some food, it's not from us. It's not of our might. It's because God has allowed it. Amen? Amen. If you could turn with me to uh, Philippians, the book of Philippians. And I'm on Philippians chapter 2. Philippians chapter 2. Thank you, Amy. Okay, and this right here, I'm going to read, it's Philippians chapter 2, verse 4, but I like to read the whole thing. And this one says, unity through humility. Chapter 2 begins, therefore, if there is any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any affliction and mercy fulfill my joy by being like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind, and it says, let nothing be done through selfish at, let nothing be done through, be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem each other better than himself. And number four said, let us look out not only for his own interests, but also for the interests of others. So therefore, this is saying that let us not be selfish. Let us not get to the place where, God, I understand what my position is, or God, I, I, I know where you want me to be, and just keep it to ourselves. And that's saying like that particular gift that we may have. Someone may have a gift of teaching. Someone has a gift of preaching. Someone has a gift of giving. Someone has a gift of um, in the ministry of singing or anything or going to visit the sick. Don't just keep it to yourself, but share it with others. Don't be selfish with it or um, contrite with it. 
But be in lowness with it. Don't, don't give yourself to be bigger than what you are. Don't puff yourself up. And then what else are we supposed to be? supposed to be let the mind that esteem others than himself. So therefore, I see Elder Marley, you know, I need to esteem her. Not myself or just say, oh, she don't have it, I got it. No. When I see things, like even if an apostle, my mom, apostle Reba, my dad, apostle Walter, my sister, if I see these things, I'm not going to keep it to myself, but I have to esteem. We have to esteem much another. And that's what it says, let us each look out not only for his own interests, but also for the interests of others. So therefore, if I see something that's like, you know what, God gave me a revelation or he showed me, I can't keep it to myself. What am I supposed to do? I'm supposed to share it with others, not be selfish, not for my own selfish life, but what are we supposed to do, God? We're supposed to love on one another. We're supposed to encourage one another. And once we do that within the body of Christ, we can build Christ's kingdom even higher. A lot of times, I, and I wondered some years ago, I said, well, why is everybody in, is a picture to me that everybody held an office? And then I was saying, well, why is everybody holding an office? Nobody is really like a lay person. But when I look at today's time, and it came across last night, everybody you come across their apostle, their bishop, their this and other. And sometimes people, if they don't understand within the spirit, you know, you need to pray and ask God to give you understanding. But what I came across my mind was that we have to have these people working within the church because you're going to have to have strong. It's not just for the pastor that when the sheep come and deal with the sheep. You have to have people that are in position. If you're following me, please follow me and hear me clear. If you want to have a church, okay, everybody in the church may have a position. Pastor this, elder that, evangelist this. Why? It's because we're dealing with the enemy. And if you've got one person that's the only strong person in that unit, then you want to have to, and that person's the only one that's going to have to be fighting these demons that come through. We have to have everybody in every corner of that church, whether it's in four walls or whether it's doing street ministry. Somebody has to be rooted and grounded, is what I'm trying to say. That's your purpose. We are to be servants our purpose in life. We are to compel and, and, and preach the gospel and compel others to let them know that Christ is the way and without him there is no other way. So what I'm trying to say today is that we are to those that are in office, whether it's your pastor, your apostles, your evangelists, your elders, if there is ministry going on and there is ministry going on, if you fall into that position also, that means that we need to be more prayerful. We need to be more in tune to the spirit of God. We need to be able to, when, when things like happen on, on, on the line today, we need to be all in one accord and know that instead of fussing back and forth with a person, we need to be in the spirit, begin to pray, and begin to, 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 to tear up the enemy's ground. When the scripture says break up the foul ground, we need to be able to be in position to do that. That is what our purpose is. My purpose is that my name is Angel. Call me Evangel, call me Pastor. But my purpose is to, 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 to let the people know that the kingdom of God is at hand and he is soon to come. Am I on the line saying I know the date, I know the time? No, I don't, because no man knows the hour of the day when he's soon to come. 
But the scripture does tell me to work while it's day, for when night come, no man can work. And I pray today that, that, that we all find within this what our purpose is. The main goal is that we are to be servants of God. That's our main goal. Whatever title we hold, whatever position we hold, the main thing is that we are servants of God. And whatever the Spirit finds our hands to do, that we should do without any murmuring or complaining. Even if it doesn't feel comfortable in your life, we need to do it. We need to work the principles. The Word of God is a light unto my feet, a lamp unto my pathway, the Word of God. Each and every day we pick up the Word of God, we're supposed to learn something. We'll find something within the Word that we may have heard years ago, and then the next time you read it again, like, ooh, I didn't figure it out like that. But we go and we ask God for wisdom. We go and ask God to show us and train us how we should be, where we should be, what we should do. I thank and praise God for this opportunity. I thank and praise God for knowing how to determine our purpose in life. We were not just placed here just to be born and then have I was born 1966 and then a dash the year I was I, I passed. That's not what we're here for. We weren't placed here for that. We were placed here to be servants of God. We were placed here that once we got it, or whatever portion we got, it's, we were here to, to be able to give to others and let them know that Jesus Christ right, is the But I thank you that are in attendance today. I thank and praise God for everyone on the line, whether you're in the chat or you're on the line. Those Amen. Please don't forget to um get to us the email and it's Mountain Get Out of My Way Ministries at Yahoo.com. I thank you for all attendance. I'm closing my prayer and switch it over to Apostle Weaver. Father, in the name of Amen. Jesus. Father, Amen. God bless you. <laughs> we all are on mute. We all were praying with you when that person came to get prayed for. I wow. just believe that. They come, they, the devil thinks he can tear up something, but God is so wise that he lured him right to come to the person that could tear him back up. Wow. And thank you. Thank you, evangelist, for having the power thank and the knowledge. Your father was here, and he's just so proud of you. You know, not everybody can stand toe-to-toe with Satan, and they're clapping and giving you praise, and we don't give people praise for certain things, but some people would back away, and we just thank you, and we thank that gentleman that was blocked, that he can't say nothing, but we want you to know, dear sir, that we're still praying for you, and those that have to deal with you every day, we're praying for them too. God bless you, and everybody on the line, God bless you all. God bless you. Bless the Lord. Love you. All, all yes. right, evangelist. We be talking with you and God be with you. Yes. Love you, Elder Manna. Love you, Elder yes. Marley. Yes. Oh, hi, Elder Manna. I love you, and God bless you. God bless you. Well, love you, too. We're just so rejoicing over here. We have to go on mute because we now own a daycare. 
Okay. <laughs> and when you know I had your little boy in my arms, and oh. I had the phone on mute, and I was playing with you, hollering, and DJ's eyes were so big, like, what's going on? <laughs> you know. But we said it's good to hear your voice, Elder Man. Oh, well, Minister Fred is on. He's listening. Today is his oh. first day. Hi. Hi. How you doing? Hi. I'm so glad to hear both of you. I'm going to be in contact with you. I have some things I want to discuss with you. Okay. All right. We'll okay. be here. Oh, yeah. All right. I just love that. You know, we don't see you every day, but when you go away, I felt like I missed you so much. See, well, we missed you guys, too. We missed too. you, too. <laughs> And next time y'all go on your uh, ministry cruise, come through Philadelphia. Every time I turn around, you're going more south. (laughs) (laughs) We we came came back north, so uh, fear not. (laughs) (laughs) And the congratulations, congratulations on your retirement. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. God bless you. God yes, bless you. We're going to be praying for you both. And Hello? 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 Yeah, can I say something before I hang up? Um, Elder oh, Molly and Mr. Molly. We took over your little spot. <laughs> no, but I, um, I don't want you doing online, Elder and Minister Molly. Could you please um, text my mom, and then she can text it to me. I need your address. Oh, okay. 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 Do I know sure. you want to Just text it to my mom, and she can get it to me, okay? Okay. Sure. We can sure. do that. Um, bless your ministry. Like, I, I wanted to bow that to the Lord, okay? And I need your address. Okay. Will do. All right. Thank you. Okay, well, God be with everyone, and we just thank you for being on, and we're going to have a meeting. Uh, I want to share this, that God has added two churches to our covenant. And that's why I answered how close were you to, we were up there um, installing the young lady as the pastor. We were in Harrisburg on Sunday, and I just want to know how close you were to Harrisburg. Well, we think about three hours, the most maybe three and a half. Okay, because that's going to be that's going to be somebody in our covenant. Wonderful. Okay, sounds good. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we'll talk later on about it. Okay. Alrighty. Okay. Okay. Well, God be with you. Yes, with you all. All right. Bye, mm-hmm. okay. Amen. God bless everybody. Talk to you later. Yes. Love you all. Love you. Bye-bye. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.